Yeah, what's up, guys? Hi, it's Kate. This is Date Fails. Uh, we are back at All Things Comedy. I am not reading any commercials today, which I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with. I'm kind of excited. Usually, I read a big long commercial at the top. Today, the commercial is for your book. The commercial today is for my guest. You guys, I'm just, I'm I'm super pumped to have you. First of all, you're stunning. You're you're so pretty. I met you at the comedy store what like two weeks ago or something. For and the, the lighting in there is fantastic. So I felt like I probably looked extra pretty because it's super dark and, and dingy in there. So I was like, yeah, this is great lighting to meet someone new. The lighting is fantastic because you can barely see anyone. Yes. Is what you're saying, yes. dude? The lighting backstage at the comedy store they have this huge like vanity mirror with all these bright lights on it. It is the best selfie light. Like oh, it's like the uh, Lume, the little. Yes. I don't know if you have one, but I do for when I'm out and about at night. And it, this thing is like a beam of laser, beautiful, soft lighting. And I mean, it's bright when yeah. you're out somewhere. Everyone's eyes are like dilating afterwards. You mean but... the Lume case on your yes. cell phone? Like, yes. yeah, it's like a ring light it's for amazing. your cell phone. It's for a, <laughs> for people that don't know that aren't like in show business, like a lot of actresses will make you have a ring light on set when you're doing like an interview. Like I once heard a story of uh, these guys went to interview Pamela Anderson at her house okay. and they forgot to bring a ring light. She's like, I am sorry, I can't go on camera without God, a ring light. That's fantastic. Yeah. Like, I love <laughs> I love that kind of tenacity. Like there's a girl that was in the business with me in the 90s. Her name's Janine, very famous girl from the 90s, Janine Lindenmolder. Um, and, and she would only be shot by one side of her face. So even if it was like a driving scenario and they wanted her driving, she's like, well, I can't drive the car because then you'll be shooting me from my wrong side. So her whole career was over here. So when you kind of see her straight on or in person, she gets a break. It gave her a little privacy in a weird way. But Right. Oh, the, she wouldn't even let him shoot her from the front? Everything was from the side. She always turned her face this way. Always that is so funny. Didn't like herself shot straight on. Can you imagine? Because, well, first of all, okay, I haven't even said who you are. Yeah, so my, my guest guess. today. Is a mystery guest. For people watching, they'll already know. For people listening, this could just go on forever. And they'll be like, who the fuck is Are they watching live? Well, no, no, this isn't live. I could do that. Spoil it for you guys. No, I've done live in the past, but then sometimes people blurt things out that they're like, oh shit, I shouldn't have said that. So now I don't. Sure, like when you give away your home address by accident. I've done that. that. I've done that. (laughs) I've done that. Um, so my guest today is fabulous. Uh you could know her from so many things. Uh you so many things. Were a you are are and were a massive star in the adult industry. Yeah. Would you say the Sarah Palin thing is what made you a huge name? There were two things that happened at the same time. It was the MILF genre becoming the most widely recognized and sought after genre in the business, which wow. it still is. And then the second thing was Palin. So they both happened at the same time, and it was just a game changer for my life, for for traveling. You know, I got to do go to D.C. with Larry Flint and sit with him while he talked. And, and I got to have all these incredible exper- experiences. Went to Finland as Sarah Palin. I was on all these buses in Finland. I was like, wow, this is so crazy. <laughs> Like, it was like this level of fame that I never thought I would get from porn that I never really wanted. But once it happened, I was like, I was, oh, that is so impressive. It's fine. It's fine. I was 35 at the time. So I was old enough to really be like, you know what? This is going to be your last good run, Lisa. Use it. Stamp that passport. Yeah. Do everything you can on other people's dime. You know, like travel, (laughs) eat, travel, eat. Hell yeah. And that's what I did. It's amazing. And now you're an author. You have a book called The Life, which looks amazing. Amazing, and she brought me a copy of it, and I'm really excited to read it. And you have a sports radio show on XM, correct? Yep, I do uh, fantasy sports on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. I do my own show every Monday night called Lisa Ann 
Sam Does Fantasy. We cover football, basketball, baseball, a little bit of hockey, and a little bit of golf. And then I do a show on Saturdays, which is two hours straight of nothing but fantasy baseball. Yes, guys, my guest is Lisa Ann at The Real Lisa Ann on all social media. Yay! I'm so happy that you're here. It's so great to be here. Uh, it's hilarious because, first of all, I had to, I was researching you, you know. Oh, hi, Brenton. Brenton Biddlecombe just hi, walked Brenton. in. Brenton. Well, it's an interesting uh, name. It sounds like a porn name. It I does. Really, you could really Bre- use that. Brenton is a porn star. Porn star and comedian, actually. Uh, in real life? <laughs> no. Oh. Like, He's a comedian. Is, this is possible. I've been out of the mix for two years. Like, I don't know. He's cute. You know what I mean? I could see him in some MILF movies. He is he cute. He could be the pool boy. Brenton, you could be the pool boy. Guys, Brenton is the, the man. Uh, who does social media for all things comedy, and he's a hilarious comedian. And I hope that the tape that you're going to put up is us talking about how you could do porn, because that would be... I do hope so. Perfect. I do uh, hope that you should post this tape because we could, you know, we could entertain some votes. You guys, know? we're just we going to keep talking. Category here. We're going to keep talking about how Brenton would be an amazing <laughs> pool boy in a porn scene until he posts it on the All Things Comedy uh, Instagram. So the podcast is on hold until, don't you think, Lisa? I do. I do. You know, I have a good eye for these kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> but Brenton, we're gonna need you to take your dick out to be sure. <laughs> oh damn, you missed that part. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry, so you, you are doing porn. Your dick was out in the studio earlier. No, so Ari Shafir, Ari oh. Shafir's dick was out. It's oh. a, that's a whole other. Oh, there's story. a whole other channel. Let's get back to uh, to this. So, first of all, I I have to laugh because I went to your Wikipedia, which is you know I'm a a real you know journalist obviously i research wikipedia that's like the only site i read when i read up on people now can i ask you something is yeah. your wikipedia page correct i don't even have a wikipedia what? i know everyone gives me shit uh, my my manager has been like why haven't you had someone create and i'm like i don't know i just never think of doing it it never crosses my mind don't I need worry to do about it. it you don't want it you know why because people can go on there and change it and they do crazy shit to your page so if you don't go back and check check it once a week and try to get some you're not allowed to update your own page you have to get someone else to do the page so if you yourself write in to defend a fact that is not true it can't be done so you have to have this friend that like your friend on facebook that likes to watch your back you know and does these random things for you and you have your friend go on there and like i forget and it'll be like a month and then i'll go back on there i'm like oh i wonder how long this has been on there (laughs) it is weird like i i found a uh a celebrity birthday site or something that had my birthday totally wrong on there. Like, what? But you were on the celebrity site, so there's beauty in this as well. The well, pros and cons are, oh, I, I landed guess. on the celebrity birthday site. I'm never on good celebrity <laughs> list, though. I'm on, like, dumb shit, like a birthday page where my birthday's wrong, or I'm on some site for celebrity feet where it's just, like, every photo I've ever posted that my feet are in, they <laughs> they, they put it up there. Like, that's that's all that it's that's all I'm on. I'm not on a good list. I you gotcha. Know? It's a very select list that you're on. Uh, <laughs> not one that you would put your, and not one that you could use as like, hey, can you add these things to my appearance when I go out on stage at the comedy store? Like, I'm now on, you know, Celebrity Best Feet. Like, no, you can't do that. This- oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. I was just telling a friend the other day that um, one of my credits on my IMDb is The Office because I had a line on an episode of The Office, but then my line got cut out. <laughs> so in the show, I'm just an extra, but it's on my IMDb. So when I go to comedy clubs, a lot of times they'll they'll put The Office as a credit on all my, you know, the ads for the show. Because they're like you. They're going to Wikipedia and IMBD. That's, That's it. Exactly That's it. Doing. And then I show up, and then people come up to me after after my shows, and they go, oh, my God, I'm such a huge fan of The Office, but I can't remember who you were. <laughs> who were you? And I have to be like, um... I just I was in the the background scene in the casino. Like it's so embarrassing. 
anyway. Um, but so I was reading your Wikipedia, and there are probably lots of things on there that are real and fake. And now that you said that, I'm super curious. But the, uh, me too. The one thing that popped out that I was laughing about, it was talking about your opinions on dating athletes. Yeah. And and uh, and you said. And why is this Wikipedia worthy? Do you ever wonder this? Uh, <laughs> well, I <laughs> believe dating athletes is worthy of everything. I love oh, athletes. I'm true. very into athletes. But here's the thing: you had a quote on there where you said like. Uh, people people give me shit or whatever about dating athletes, but to me, it's like a guy who dates a Victoria's Secret model. Like, why wouldn't you date an athlete? Which I've literally said verbatim on this show. So when I read that, I was like, oh my God, I have to... Because it is crazy to me that anyone thinks it's weird that a girl would be attracted to... I completely agree Thank with you. Thank you. It's just the same double standard we've dealt with with men for years. Right. And, and it is, for me, there's many reasons why with athletes, but if you look at the fact that still after two and a half years of retirement girl i am still the number one most sought after porn star in the business you are i just reached a billion views on just one site that's only been up for 10 years so that means if you really did the numbers right i have probably eight billion views it's probably the fact of the entire globe you know the population so Take that factoid and think I should be able to watch a game and cherry pick the hot young talent from <laughs> that yeah. set game and reach out to him and connect. And also, athletes aren't going to stalk and kill me. They're not going to fall in love and harass me. They're having sex with other people. That's the whole beauty of our thing. It's not exclusive. <laughs> it's honest. It's real. I tell them, don't get wrapped up with a girl. She's going to try and have your athlete baby. Oh. She just wants your athlete baby, you know, paycheck. <laughs> like, you know, and so... What is wrong with it? I mean, it's a bizarre it's a bizarre thing. And if you read down lower, what was even bigger news on my Wikipedia page was when I went to a Knicks game with a 19-year-old Notre Dame football player. And this, oh. this was a story that it went down like this. We took a picture of the game, posted on my Insta. That night was over. The next day I wake up to my phone just being blown up. You know, you got TMZ in your phone. You've got all these other news wires in your phone. And then all my friends, like, you're trending on Twitter. And I'm like, this is weird. Let me get into reality. I go and check. And I realize, like, oh, weird. Guys can date 19-year-old girls at any age. Yeah. But when I did it, Notre Dame wanted to invoke policy on him because because Notre Dame is a Catholic school. They're not supposed to be having premarital sex. Oh, okay. my God. In the college rape generation <laughs> of 2017, we're still talking about consensual sex? Don't we have bigger fish to fry? And so this was... It was such a big issue. There were sports commentators jumping in and saying he should be thrown off the football team. Like, it was such an ordeal. And the whole time. That's I insane. Just, I was like, he's of legal age. It was his choice. We went to a Knicks game. Also, like, you're at a Knicks game. How do they even know you had sex? You could have gone to a Knicks game and not even hooked up. Very true. I'm friends with lots of hot guys that I have not slept with. But I can't pass up a 19-year-old. <laughs> I just really? have to be honest. No. You love them young? I love them all ages. But the thing with young is there's just this fear factor where they won't push the limit. They won't. They won't overtext you. They won't um, ask you too many questions. Like, it's so funny. So happy for the moment. They're just grateful. You know what's funny that you're saying that because I've had a few younger guys. In fact, recently there was one that was like 25 and he's so hot and so good. Those 25 to 28 year olds, they're like. 
they're just still so excited about fucking and they're just they go forever and they're just well you get to hook up with porn guys all the time which we not anymore pro- since i retired well <laughs> i was gonna say they're special in bed as well but i mean like these young guys they worship you oh and not only that they recover quickly <laughs> So let's say you go round one and you're like, you know, how about a snack? You know what I mean? Like we'll have a little bite to eat. Maybe watch Would a little you TV. Would like you like a cookie, You want to watch some South Park? You're like, what do you want to watch? And a half an hour TV show, you can do it again. You can't do that with a guy my age. I was laughing about that because I, so I went out a few times with this guy. I say went out, hooked up a few times with this guy. He was 20, I think he was 26 actually, but it doesn't matter. The point is at the time I had been dating a guy who was like 40 and so when I would sleep with a 40-year-old, you know, it'd be one time, and then he'd be, like, ready to go to sleep. The the 26, 25-year-old, whatever he was, the first time we had sex, like, 10 minutes later, he's like, you want to go again? And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot guys can do this. That's the true value right there. That's the true value. It is maximizing your hangout time, yeah. getting in that extra cardio, you know, a little late-night romp is a little extra cardio in the day. Having an orgasm also burns a nice amount of calories, and it also lubricates your joints. Did you know there's chemical release when you <laughs> orgasm that lubricates I know it joints? lubricates at least one region. So I didn't when know my friends are walking Does it really? In real life, yeah. That's why, that's why self-stimulation is so healthy for people, and that's why it's such a big deal in hospitals and in nursing homes where they still do want to use some devices like fleshlights were initially tried in hospitals uh, with with vets and and disabled men who were still able to use the device but not necessarily have sex wow and it, and it really helped them and it's really a release. yeah you know that probably explains why i'm such a great athlete because i masturbate a lot right, there you go <laughs> So this this explains everything. No yeah. wonder I'm good in the gym. So yeah, it did bring up the fact that I like to date athletes. I have to go back and read. I haven't checked my Wikipedia. I just saw that and I saw that that's something that we have in common because I love athletes and I've talked about it. And people are like, "Oh, are you like a gold digger or whatever?" And I'm like, "No, it's because they're hot as fuck. They have great bodies. Fucking, they're confident. Yeah. They have swag. They have like and that's they're busy it. and they're busy. They're a limited time offer when they're <laughs> traveling through your town and their team is playing. You get to hang out and you get to go home and sleep in your own bed." And you get to go to the games. And you get to go to the games. What do you know about this new Rams head coach? Is he single? He is so cute. I know that the coaching coordinators that work underneath him really like him, and they feel it's going to be great for the Rams, which is awesome. But we can do a little uh, what I we call We need to do some research. I tried. Homework. I call it <laughs> ho-homework when I'm, like, you know, pre-stalking. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, like, follow you and offend your significant other. But if you're single, I'm going to keep following and unfollowing you and unfollowing you and following you until you realize that's happening so that you— I hate when guys do that to me, by the way, because I notice there are certain guys that will follow, unfollow, follow, and they're waiting for you to follow them so that they can DM you and it annoys the fuck out of me. But don't you find with you, I'm sure the minute you follow, if I follow someone, usually they, they follow back to talk. That must happen to you. And I've stopped following. See, I would, my, my rule used to be if I met you in person, I would follow you. Mm-hmm. So I would meet people at trade shows or events and I'd follow them and it was always fun. But then you you quickly have to unfollow them because right. every day, like today, I just said to some guy, I go, you know, you're the 2700th DM I have this week asking to go on a date with me. I Again, I, and I just cut and paste these responses. 2700 in a, a week? Word doc. And I'm like, what are you, what are you people thinking like what are you people thinking no you cannot ask me on a date during twitter Uh, like what and everyone also what i don't like about the dm why i don't answer instagram dms and why i don't want to follow people back on snap because everyone's like let's snap one-on-one how much fucking time do you people think i have (laughs) 
Okay? I already am on social media six to eight full hours a day. Then I have a job. Then I have a home to take care of. Then I have friends. Then I have a life. Then I want to get a massage once in a while. I want to go to cryotherapy. I want to go to the gym. Can we one-on-one snap? What the fuck purpose is this? <laughs> to every social media that opens brings on new chaos. Like everyone, it's true. everyone's so needy. I want your individual attention. Listen, read my fucking timeline, like it or leave it. The funny thing is that I I try every once in a while on Instagram or whatever. To, well, for, on Twitter, people can't DM you unless you follow them. I only follow people I know or right. or want to sleep with. So me too. Uh, yeah, but on Instagram. Uh, I do try every once in a while to just hit back one or two just because sometimes there's good work stuff in there. Like I'm so blown away at how many things I miss when I do decide to troll it. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, people want me to endorse this product and I didn't see it for three months. Yeah, they probably don't trust in me anymore. Well, and for you, it's like because you did porn for so long, it's probably different guys are probably just hitting you up for dates. I get about it's dick pics and, I get, and masturbation videos, by the way. I get them. Oh, me by DM. I get a lot of dicks. I get a lot of dicks. But I I try to only answer the ones that are like fans of my comedy. Like right. if a guy writes to me and he goes, no, watch, they're all going to do this now. But if a guy writes to me and he goes like, you're so funny. I saw you at the comedy store. I loved your set, whatever. I'll send him back like, thanks. But the problem is sometimes you once you send one word, it opens a floodgate and they won't stop messaging you. So now I've kind of slowed down. On, Here's on what you Instagram. do in that situation. So you send the one word. Yeah. And then the guy just keeps coming at you with DMs. I wait until there's enough of a screen of just his answers with none of my responses. Then I screen grab it. Then I DM him and I go, do you see how lame that looks? Like, why the fuck are you talking to yourself in my DM box? Because, I, I mean, that's just pathetic. I need your added. I'm, I'm too, I'm a little too, I'm still a little too nice. I'm at the I'm end of this nice. road. You're at the beginning. Be nice. You got to do it. You know, you got to fucking do it. But it is, it's just demanding. I mean, I'm nice to everybody. But but I want to talk about you. And, okay, so you, you got into the porn industry then what year? Early 90s. Early 90s. So... Before that, you were married, right? Did we talk about this? I was actually married in my 90s. So we talked about it because of something similar we did. But I took a break from porn in 1997 because we had a massive AIDS situation happen. It changed everything about my mindset. And I that week when it happened, I flew cross country to do a booking in Florida. The driver that picked me up was like weirdly love at first sight. And then to be honest and full disclosure, we did ecstasy for an entire week while I was there. So, of course, I fell in love with him. And then I went back to California, packed up my shit, moved cross country after knowing this guy for a week. But Are we you lasted serious? seven years. Sometimes that happens. And we had a good run and wow. he traveled on the road with me and we sight we did all the sightseeing and wonderful things. We visited Graceland. We did all the stuff I didn't do when I traveled alone. So we had a very amicable divorce. We still talk every year on our wedding anniversary. I don't believe in sharing time like that with somebody and then having a nasty exit unless they did something bad. Same. For he and I, it was just like, this isn't working. We're not. Once you start to grow up, you just realize your differences could be major differences that you will always bicker over. Yep. That's exactly what happened with me and my ex. And we're still friends and there was no crazy like. No. Oh, and I hear people going through these crazy things. I'm just like. It's sad. It's sad. It's like, okay, guys, you you decided to end it so you could stop this misery. Why are you inflicting more misery on each other? I also, though, have a thing where I have to be cool with everyone in in my life. Oh, me too. So every guy, even guys I've just slept with or guys that we've dated for a minute or whatever, like even I had one recently that was a horrible ending. He's actually in your business. I'll tell you this about is amazing. it. Amazing. Oh my god. I feel like we, the Kermit the Frog right now with the tea. We had a really bad ending because long story short, we were hanging out for a while and I was talking about him on here, not by name, just I would I called him porn guy. But uh 
it turned out he had a girlfriend that I didn't know about <gasps> who listened to this podcast. Wait, this is not what I love. When you lie to me, because I tell guys all the time, like, I listen, know, same thing. Be honest. Be That's honest, all you need. Because I don't need some bitch keying my fucking car. Okay, I don't need. I don't need to be in the middle of your insanity. And you know what? For me, I feel it's bad karma. And of course, you know, a lot of athletes over the years have come at me that have been in relationships, and I can find out you're married. And I say to them, you have to understand something. I know you're still gonna fuck around in your wife, but it's just not gonna be with me. Because yep, one day I same. may want to be in a relationship and I want to have good karma coming to me and I don't want to be that girl. And there's enough yep. single dudes out there. I'm the same. I had a guy recently. I think it's hilarious, by the way, that, okay, so I didn't realize that guy had a girlfriend, but in the back of my mind, I had a feeling just because of the way he was. Yeah. But I had recently a football player hit me up on Twitter, super cute. We started talking a little bit, whatever. And I have always had a rule that I don't Google people because I just... I feel if I Google me, there's a lot of misinformation or people will get the wrong ideas. So I, just... I will Google to see your Wikipedia page to see if you're married. That's <laughs> well, what I do for guys. Well, that's the thing. I normally don't Google people, but I don't need to because I have girlfriends who are like fucking CIA spies and shit. I tell them I'm going on a date with someone. They send me their whole criminal record. <laughs> Let me know exactly where you're going to be and what time. Seriously. So show up and sit at the table next to you. But so this guy asked me out and he's so cute and we start talking and he's funny too. And then I, I told my girlfriend, I'm, I'm kind of stoked to go out with this guy. He seems pretty dope. She goes, I'm almost positive he's married. She Googles him. Not only is he married, but he's on a reality show with his wife, like one of those football player oh. wife reality oh. shows. I'm like, how fucking dumb can you be? Oh. So, uh, of course, then I was like, hey, are you married? Like, we can't go out if you're married. And he was like, well, yeah, I am, but I'll tell you more about it on the date. And I was fuck like, no. fuck that. That's all. I, it's one word. That's all I need yeah, to know. Yeah, if you're married, that is a line I do not cross. And you can bring your wife out on the date as well and let her <laughs> give her side of the story because there's two people in that one word, married. That's the best part when guys are like, well, yeah, I'm married, but my wife so wait, knows. So wait, can we backtrack? Yeah. What happened with Porn Boy? Uh, well, I've told it on here, but I mean, long story short, his it, it turned out he had a girlfriend and... Uh, and also, I think another chick that was pregnant. I'm not sure all the details. What I know is that I found out, I, I said something about him on here having uh, a girlfriend. I found out he had a girlfriend. And then also that he told me he was having a kid with someone. This all happened at one time. And then apparently his girlfriend listens to the podcast or something. Okay. And, and so she put together who he was based on this information. But I don't think she knew he was having a kid. And so, like, I, he called me, like, freaking out because I love this. he was like, you destroyed my relationship. And I was like, fuck you. I didn't know you had a relationship. Okay, let's discuss the fact that you are single-handedly destroying your relationship by cheating on it. Okay? So that's on you, motherfucker. Don't blame me for getting caught in a lie. Like, when people lie and then they get caught and they're more mad about to the person that sold them out than they are to the fact that you, you lied. Especially this, because this is my thing with men, is I am... The most chill chick, if you are 100% straight up I with agree. me, right? Like, I went out with this guy one time. I was into him. I kind of wanted to date him. And he said to me on the first date, he said, I'm not looking to date anyone. I just think you're really hot. And I think we could have great sex. And we have good chemistry. And if you're into that kind of thing, this could this could just be a chill situation. I swear no guy ever said that to my face before. Just That's that how I talk to guys. Yeah, because we're usually men are not that, as honest as women. Right, exactly. So when he said that, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. Oh, my God. I know what this is. I can get into this knowing, and we could just have fucking fun. Yeah. And we did, and we still do. I still hit him I up. I have you know? roster members. I got divorced when I was 30. I have roster members that have been in my life in between all of their relationships 
the whole time. Yeah. So it's just sex. It's roster members. It's my own personal fantasy team. You know, they get shuffled around a little bit. I got my bench warmers, my starters. It's also seasonal because remember, right now it was just the changing of the guards. The football players were out here for their offseason. Now the basketball players are out here for their offseason. So, you know, they're in a good spot in L.A. (laughs) for a lot of good, great house rentals that you get to visit and lay at the pool. Yeah. uh, I'm into that. I'm very into that. Speaking of catching someone, about 10 years ago, I caught someone lying to me. uh, And it just so happened that he took said girl to Vegas. And it just so happened that one of my friends saw him and took a photo and sent it to me. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me find out who this girl is. And I bet you they flew Southwest. I have a very good friend that works for Southwest. I bet you I can find out when their flight is landing. And I bet you I could be sitting at fucking Burbank Airport. No, you did waiting not. for them. No, you did not. And offer her a ride home to let her know who I was in this situation just to be certain that I could get it off my chest and, and make his face when he saw me standing there. Oh, my He's God. He's like, oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, you know, it's interesting. What are you two doing? Where are you coming from? I got this really great photo of the two of you two nights ago, and it took me one night to get a hold of Southwest and get your flight info, and here I am. So it was the demise of them and the demise of us, so I felt like, hmm. That's kind of the best, and that's my thing, is I'm not vindictive or petty unless someone lies to me, and then I will fucking make it my, like, I was seeing this guy, we weren't exclusive, but I always ask guys if they're single, because I want to know if there's a girl that's going to come for me, or, exactly. you know what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah, so I asked him, he's like, I'm single, we start hanging out, we're hooking up, one day, um, another guy I was dating, which, you know, I was dating multiple people. Right, we're another hanging guy. out. We're yeah. non-exclusive people. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's formulated. <laughs> Everyone knows our gig. But this is amazing. Another guy I was dating invites me to a party at his house. So, so I go. This dude I didn't know was friends with the other guys. So they're happen. friends, right? So that's cool. I mean, that doesn't really bother me because I'm not exclusive with either one right. at this point. And right? It's a small world. We all know that. Even as it's much as this we business, travel, it's especially, a small world. Yeah. if you hook up in certain businesses, yeah. Yeah. So the guy that I was sleeping with that told me he was single shows up at this party with his nine months pregnant live-in oh, girlfriend. Oh hell nah. Yeah. Hell no. So he walks in. The whole situation is like so fucking weird because I'm with the other guy that it turns out they're friends. He's with his nine months pregnant girlfriend. And then what I decided to do, of course, is just make like super good friends with the girl. Like I hung out with his girlfriend the whole time. It scares the bejesus out of them. What's she going to say? What's she going to say? Are you looking over here? We're talking. It was amazing. Like I could see him the whole time just kind of like peeking over out of the corner of his eye, like staring at us. And I was like, oh, how long you guys been together? You look amazing. What are you going to name the baby? And he just the look of horror on his face. I love that. Yeah, it was great. Just making someone that. But it's, it's, we got to send the messages, women, that we're willing to be we own our sexuality and we want to be hooking up with other people and having a good time. We're free in our own self. We don't need to be going on formal dates. We don't need to be all this wine and dine. We're simple women, right? But don't lie. Don't, don't lie. That's it. That's it. And, and I, so the way that, you know, you said you're like me and you don't like things that end poorly. But sometimes it's somebody else's fault. True. Which brings me to my Monday night. Yes. Tell me about it. So, so you know about me with dating. Dating and actually going out in public is really tough because most people that I'm going on a date with don't want to be videoed and photographed the whole time they're eating. Yeah. And people video and photograph me like I'm a unicorn at a restaurant. I mean, it is so hard to go out. Like, it is so mind-blowing. Really? Yeah. And it's so intrusive. They'll walk right up to my date and ask him for a photo. Like, 
I can remember being on a date in Miami and wait, they'll walk up to your date and, and ask him to him take a photo phone. for them, and they'll also <laughs> express how much they masturbate to me. Oh, I love that. So going out in public doesn't work. So I have guys that just come over to my house, and I'm very firm with my schedule. And I'm like, well, listen, I have Monday from 9.30 to 11.30 available, but I want to be in the shower by 11.30, and I want to be in bed by midnight. I have a busy week this week. So let's just make this happen. If you're going to be crazy late, don't bother coming at all, but give me a heads up. No No big deal. He's 20 minutes late. But when he's 20 minutes late, he walks in, and he's talking, and I think he's talking to me, and he's on his phone, and he gives me the shh thing. And keeps talking. Walks in my house, (laughs) proceeds to get comfortable on the couch. No. And keeps talking. Then he wants to, like, start, like, you know, touching me and communicating with me. And so While he's on the phone? After 15 minutes, I looked at him and I said, is there a death in your family or are you being (laughs) fired from your job? And he said, no, it's my sister. You know, she's fighting with my mom. I said, okay, you know what? You tell your sister that you're going to call her back in five minutes when you leave. I love it. And he's it. like, what? I said, tell your sis, so I knew she could hear me on the phone, that you're going to call her back in five minutes when you leave. He gets off the phone. He's like, you don't understand. It's family. I said, we all have different rules. You're not abiding by mine. You don't greet someone while you're on the phone with someone else. If a situation arose, you should have texted me and canceled and showed me the respect. Yes. I'm a fucking busy woman, too. And I could have been on the phone with somebody else. I could have been working on my blog. I could have been doing fuck. I could have been tweeting and answering dick pic DMs. I could have been doing <laughs> anything. But instead, and then he, he, he proceeds in shock. And I'm like, I'm not kidding. He's like, oh, come over here. Just give me a kiss. I go, I'm not going to kiss somebody that didn't even greet me. You shushed me in my own fucking house, okay? <laughs> in my fucking doorway. You're like, get the that, fuck and out. I, me, in that 15 minutes, I had already texted and, and cut and paste to all of my friends what was going down. So of they course. all got the same of text. Course. And they of all course. got the updates. Isn't and that then the they best? Motherfuckers can. And his number is blocked. And I'm not following him on That's social it? media anymore. How many times had you guys hung out before? This is only our third. That is so annoying. Thank you. That, that happened to me with a guy. I went to a guy's place. He invited me over. Uh, I, I was like, the same exact thing. I had a crazy day. I had an early morning the next day. I was like, I'm going to come over at 9. I got to be out of there by like 12. I came in. He was on the phone for like 40 minutes on the phone. Didn't even get up to say hi. And or fi- didn't like write you a note and post it like you're like somebody normal would and be like, I have an emergency call here just to fill you in on what's going on. My thing is, I'm like, you knew I was coming. Why didn't you say come at 10 instead? I could have done something else for an hour. That's- but this leads me to a great point that I want to talk about. Actually, this is really this is something that's really irritating me in this fucking town is guys have a thing about not respecting your time. Like, guys don't want to make plans ever. Guys don't want to set a time ever. I was just texting with this guy that I was supposed to go out with. This uh, this, this dude, we're trying to make plans this to go on a date, right? This podcast makes you keep dating, huh? Because you have to have stories. Well, so it keeps you in the game. I go on as many dates as I can for this podcast. I go on at least like one or two a week just for the podcast. It's fantastic. <laughs> but every once in a while, I like one. You it's know what I mean? experimental. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was supposed to go out with this guy. He's hot as fuck. We've been out before. I like him. We, But the thing is, this motherfucker will not make plans. So the other day we're texting. I think it was Sunday. I'm like, um, let's hang tomorrow night. And he goes, okay, yeah, we can play by ear. I'll hit you up tomorrow. I'm like, no, bitch, tomorrow's tomorrow. If you don't know yet, if you can hang out tomorrow night, then we're not hanging out. Like, I don't understand. I respond back with this. 
you do realize it's raining dick in my life. <laughs> like, it is raining dick in my life all the time. And when you say to me, oh, we'll play it by ear, yeah, the ear that's going to be played with is not yours. It's going to be the dude that said, yes, tomorrow works. I am continuing going through my phone. It is It is so true. And I don't think that, like, my, my friend has this thing. She says, if a guy takes three hours to text me back, I've already texted with four other guys by then. Like, it's, it, I mean, there's, guys don't understand how how many men are coming at women at any given time. I learned something when I first moved out here. I was in the car with an old director who passed away a couple years ago, Fred Lincoln, who I love to work with, and he treated me like family, and he was just such a great guy. And he looked at me in the car one day, and he said, do you know something, Lisa? He said, with one of those, you can get as many of these as you want. So what he meant was with a vagina, you can get as many dicks as you want. He's like, so don't don't fuss over just one. And I was like, all right, Freddie. I was so young. I was like maybe 20, 21 years old. And I was like, that theory stayed in my mind. Like, yeah, he's right. With my vagina, I can get as many penises as I want. Why am I fucking around? But the time thing, I think, in L.A. especially... Men do not look at us as equals when it comes to the fact that we're grinding our careers as well. We're staying on social media. We've got to do PR for the events that we do. We are constantly going, and we have friendships as well that we'd like to see and things that we want to do. So when it's like, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll play it by year. I'll see you tomorrow. It's like, no, because I'm actually lining up tomorrow right now. Right. That's why I'm hitting you, fuckface. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's it. And then you start to feel like the man. Like, my girlfriend was giving me so much shit today because she's like, you have to stop being the one to make plans. Like, I'm always the one that will say to a guy, like, can you do this time at this time? She's like, you got to stop being the man. And I'm like, I know, but I find that they'll never do it. Uh, you have to do it that way because you're organizing your schedule. Don't That's worry it. about what she says. No, because there's going to be one that bites. There's going to be one that bites. They all bite if you just do it. Yeah, you just if do you it. If you just ask them, they yeah. usually bite. But that, okay, so this is, I've been getting messages lately and people are like, so on the podcast, we always just tell stories and okay. stuff. But I've been getting messages from people who are like, we want some advice also, like, because a lot of guys listen. So let me ask you this first start. Like, what, how can a guy, I mean, you're in a special category because of what you do, but what do you think is the most attractive way for a guy to approach a woman? If they're interested. Just basic conversation and manners. Like, to me, I can see someone's manners by their approach. And if they're a kind, genuine person, why wouldn't you carry on that conversation with them? But it's just that guys are so abrupt and, and they're also so awkward. You know, and so when they're when they're not being awkward, they're like toying with their phone. They're doing whatever they can to have their little mechanisms that, you know, but they like they like feel that everything they do should be a panty dropper. And it's like, you know, no, like I've hooked up with regular guys that I've met that we've just had a great talk about a game that was on at the bar. And it's like we had this great talk. He seemed nice. Maybe we had some work conversation like don't go for the kill. In the first interaction. If you're chill, especially when you're a girl that's used to getting hit on often, the guys that are just chill. Yes. I was out with a guy the other night, and uh, we definitely have a lot of, like, sexual chemistry, but he was, like, being super aggressive. And I said right to him, I go, can you just chill? Just chill. I get – when guys, like, come on too fast with me, I get really – even if I'm into them, even if they're super hot, unless I'm, like, you know – drunk and coked up or something but I mean like normally yeah. I I like guys to be chill and just take their time and relax like that makes me relax I agree with you and you know I put notes in the notes section of the phone so I know what category each guy is in some <laughs> guys I will not like once in a while I will go out to eat with a guy you know 
But some guys I will not go out to eat with because the way they interact with others and the way they talk, it's such a turnoff that then I think, oh, my God, so much has happened. I might want, not want to fuck him, but I really still want to fuck him because I love having sex with him. So sometimes I look at that guy and I'm like, he is only the guy that comes from 930 to 1130. He is never He's a, a guy. He's a booty call guy. Yeah, because... You know, whether they're abrupt with the server, where they feel like, you're like, listen, we're not planning a family here. If you don't really like your food, it's not the end of the world. Like, you don't That's have to chew this. That's so first. funny. And you know my favorite thing to do on dates? So if a date isn't going well, I did this my first time when I was 16 at a Red Lobster at the Lehigh Valley Mall parking lot. I climbed out the bathroom window with my best friend, and we left our dates at the table. <laughs> so since then... That's, let's flash forward. I'm 45 now. So since then, 29 rich years of living this life, I have probably walked out on 100 dates. And it's become so bad at the Mastro's in Beverly Hills that I haven't gone there for a year because the last couple times I went in, they're like, are you staying tonight? You know, because I will tell my date I'm going to the bathroom. I always keep my keys with me. I never let them pick me up. And I just bail. And I just walk down the street, hide away and get my Uber and go the fuck home. You go out the window? Well, and Ooh, I don't have to at, at Mastro's because <laughs> you can sneak down those stairs. Like There's certain tables that they know I don't want because I don't want to be in vision of any doorways. I would like to be back in an area where it could look like I'm walking to the bathroom, but I'm really walking out that fucking door because you've just killed it. And if I'm not going to have sex with you, then you're useless to me. I can go home make my own food. I have a grill. You know what I mean? I buy steaks. Oh, I'm my good. God. So, yeah, I love to walk out. And I think it's a lesson because then I do have the talk with them the next day of why I walked out. You explain it. I do. What's your typical reason? I don't like anyone who's rude to servers. Same. I don't want a guy who's at a restaurant on his fucking phone. Listen, you're not a heart surgeon because I don't date heart surgeons. I haven't met anyone that intelligent that's interested in me. So <laughs> I'm dating regular dudes or athletes. Like nothing is changing till your game tomorrow. There's no need for you to be on your phone. That annoys me. And just when people are loud, like what the one of the times I did this at Mastro's, we were at the small table and there was another table so close and the guy was just using a ton of profanity and there were like other people around and I looked at him I go you know what like this couple over here looks like they probably don't come out here very often I'm sure they don't want to hear your potty mouth so let's just try and like chill it a little bit you know yeah I don't like the aggressive aggressive to me is just aggressive behavior and the last but not least if I know more about your ex on my first date with you than I know that I know about you I'm fucking done yeah totally because you could tell they're still hell-bent on it oh you know she did this she does TMI buddy like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that would drive me insane, yeah. too. Yeah, so it's like, I haven't taken antibiotics in two and a half years since I retired from porn. Like, I throw shit like that back to them. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the same. It's fucking irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't like when people ask me about my exes either. Like, I don't understand why people ask. I mean, I understand asking, like, have you been married? How many serious relationships have you had? If you're trying to be in a relationship. But, like, when people ask questions about, like, who you've slept with, or I just think that's weird. I like, agree. who cares? I don't give a fuck what anybody does before me. It doesn't but, doesn't matter to me unless you have herpes or something I need to know about. That's unless it. Unless you have nine kids, that if we get in a serious relationship, I may be having to pick up some of the child support. That's shit I want to <laughs> know, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah, kids are a thing. I was just dating a guy that I was real into, and uh, he had kids. And I don't mind if you have kids, but it just it makes it really hard to get together because he would have his kids on the weekend. Here's the the thing. I love calendar dads. Calendar dads are single dads who have custody, joint custody of their kids. And what I love about it is I can plan all my other sexcapades because their month is mapped out in advance. You know, every other weekend you're fucking free. It's like, all right. 
I know next weekend. And, and the weekends that they don't have their kids, they're in. They want to go out. They want to eat. They want to drink. See, they want to have a good that's, time. That would be good. This guy had his kids every weekend. And like the only time I could really see him is on the weekends because he didn't live too close. So it was just, it, it was impossible. Geographically unfit. Right? Yeah, it was a yeah. bummer because yeah. he's so hot. Oh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, so this is something I've never talked about on here, but this is something that just happened and it's so funny. So I have a bar that I always take first dates to, like the oh, same bar, right? Yeah, anytime a guy is like, you pick the spot, I pick the same spot. I do that with Mexicali in Studio City. You do? Yeah. I'm not going to say where mine is <laughs> because <laughs> I don't want people showing up like, are you on a date? But so I love this bar because it's a hole in the wall, but it's cute. And I never see anyone I know there. And uh, the bartender now, she got it figured out because I come in there like once a week with a different guy, you know? So so this past week, I went on a first date at this bar. And uh, I'll, I'll talk about the guy. But the funny thing is, at the end of the night, the guy went to the bathroom. The bartender leans over to me and goes, hey, if it doesn't work out with this one, can I get his number? <laughs> And I was, He's like pre-screening. Yeah, you can have my trash. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I though, trash. I was like, what a great, I mean, why not? Like, why not? I, I totally, if We're I'm not into This is a women's group. We need to start a women's group like this. We can swap. Right? Oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. I have two girlfriends that have the same taste as me that live, one, one in New York, one in Miami. And we share guys all the time. So it's like one of my Miami girl's friends will be in L.A. She's like, oh, so-and-so's in L.A. for the next week. You guys want to hook up? And I already know he's not going to kill me because I right. have a reference. So I'm like, yeah, for sure. I'll that roll over to his so... hotel. I'm curious about this, though. Like, what about chemistry? Because, like, there are lots of guys. I find that there are lots of guys I look at. I'm like, he's so hot. But only maybe one in ten I have, like, crazy chemistry with. And I'm so picky that if I don't have it, I don't want to fuck him. Yeah, I can agree with that, too. Um, but there's something different with me because there's this excitement factor that they've watched tape and that they're actually going to get to experience what That's they've true. already experienced. Yeah. So there's this enthusiasm that normally comes naturally, which like Mr. Monday Night, I when he called me on his ride home to try and talk his way off the ledge, I said to him, you know, I'm going to chalk this up as a missed opportunity for you and you might want to go out there and tell your guy friends exactly who I am and exactly what you did. Had you guys so, never had sex? We'd had sex twice before. Oh, okay. And it was great, but yeah. I don't really like him as a person. He annoys me, but the sex is amazing. <sighs> That's so weird. It's so tough. I know. That's why I would never go out with him in public. Because then I'd have to talk to him. I can't have great sex with someone that I don't kind of like. Like, Oh, that's not entirely true. I mean, there have been guys that I liked a little at the beginning, and then by the end I wanted to kill them, which made me want to fuck them even more. I find the more I want to kill a guy, the more I want to fuck him. I think porn really trained me to be able to separate and compartmentalize things a bit because I didn't have to really love what the guy was about. I had to love how we performed together. So it was really just about the sexual factor, and everything else about him could be chaos. Like... There's a guy in the business. There's quite a few guys in the business that have been to jail for multiple things, right? I love but there's a prison dick. There's one, I love prison dick. And by the way, you know, when you ask a guy in the business, when you interview a porn star and you say to him, how do you get it up for a girl that's like, you know, not so hot and you're not into her? And they're like, I just think about I was in prison for 10 years and she's my first piece of ass when I get Shut out. up. But so <laughs> I had to look past some of the things that in my personal life, I may be like, I'm not so sure I want to be with a murderer. Look how different but, we are. You're like, I wouldn't date a murderer. I'm like, send me the prison dick. <laughs> 
I love reformed convicts. That's my favorite kind of guy. Maybe I, I need to try this. Oh my God, they're the best. If they're a little reformed. Okay. Uh, okay anyway, go on. Okay. Uh, no, you, you, that was that, that, now I'm like, my mind's like, huh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, the connection's important, but not as important for me because I've been able to separate the two and say, I don't really like having too much small talk with this guy, but I do love his penis. No, I get that. I mean, there are definitely a couple guys that I've had that way. It's funny because there was a, a porn guy that I actually hooked up with a few times. We just hooked up. We probably slept with like several of the same. Of course. Uh, the, he's great in bed, like amazing. And if I really liked him, it would probably be like the best sex of my life. But because I, I like him as a friend, I really like him as a friend. I like him as a person. There's nothing I don't like about him, but I don't, I'm not into him yeah. too much. Right. Which keeps the sex for me like great, like nice. Like I would do it again, but. But not, you're not lusting over it. You yeah. want to change plans last minute to go get it. You would schedule exactly. it in advance, but if it came into town last minute, you wouldn't change plans. There are those guys that if they come in last minute, you change plans. But it's weird because it's like that is about how much I like him, about my feelings for him. Right. So it's weird that like for me, the, the, how good he is technically and how good he looks doesn't necessarily mean like fire. And another thing I realized with guys is uh, sometimes the best sex is definitely the guy you should not be with. Every so time. So when it's the best Always. sex ever, I'm like, I know this is going to end poorly and I should probably just end this right now. I just said this to a guy. There's this guy I've been talking to. I'm really into him. But literally the first night I met him, I already felt the chemistry. We didn't even we hung out for maybe five minutes the first night. Like the minute I hugged him, I was like, oh, fuck, I, I could just tell. And I said to him, I go, it makes me not want to date you because I know from my track record that any guy I'm that attracted to immediately is going to ruin my life. It's not healthy. It's, this is not no, healthy. No, yeah. there's something wrong right, with it. You're like the Burger King of my fast food situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, the commercial looks great, but it's going to do horrible things in my body. It's going to ruin my body. Yeah, I'm not yeah, doing it. No. I'm not doing it. I'm trying so hard to date guys that are boring and will be good for my life. And it's just, that's it now. I'm trying to turn now, over. Now, in this dating uh, situation, are you looking for an actual relationship? Relationship, or you like your life the way it is right now? You know what's funny is, this is the thing. All I really want is, because I've been married, so I'm not looking to get married again, and I don't want kids. I didn't either, so I knew that right away, so that kept me from jumping into being into serious relationships. Yeah, and then for a while, I was really happy just being single. But lately, I'm not going to lie, I kind of, what I want is just some stability. I get it. With a guy. Because I'm this business goes so much like this and my life is so chaotic and to have someone where at the end of the night after a rough day I can just go there and curl up with that person yeah I kind of miss that I get it so it's weird because it's like it's I don't need much like I don't I don't need guys that take me out on fancy dinners right. I don't care about money or cars or all that dumb shit or shopping together or vacations right. it's really just for me like about having a, a place that's like Oh, I can relax. Home. Yeah, that's a comfort it. spot. And and we go through phases where you feel that way and then you realize, oh, I don't feel that way anymore. I'm glad I didn't get into a serious relationship. Like, yeah. you know, like for me, it's like I tell my friends, like when I'm ready again for a relationship now, I was divorced at 30. I haven't. He's the only guy I've ever lived with. And I really haven't been in a serious relationship since him. I've been in one since my divorce, but it was like a rebound relationship. Okay. So that's it. Um. 
my rebound relationships were the list of all the people that I knew if I wasn't married, I would fuck. And I went through them when I got Did divorced. Because really? while I was married, like, there was this guy, Hot Chuck, from the gym. And we were like, oh, hot my Chuck. God, Hot Chuck from the gym. <laughs> like, soon, all, the, all the married women were like, as soon as you get divorced, you got to have sex with him and tell us how it is. He was like, he still lived at home. Uh, that's how. But he was over 18. Let me just clarify that. Uh, I like to be legit on that. But I tell my friends, like, when I'm ready for a relationship and when I try and tell you this, because I did an experiment this February. And there's a guy that I've been dating casually for about 10 years, and now he finally moved out here for the first time. And it was our first time ever living in the same city. We've always lived cross-country and just seen each other, like, four or five times a year, but, like, kept in touch, this and that. And so we did a trial run, and he stayed at my house for two weeks. Um, it was a nightmare, and I, re- I told my friends, next time I feel that urge, I'm just going to get a dog. Really? Yeah, because it was annoying. He was in my space, and I didn't yeah. like it, and it wasn't enough great. And you know what? Once you're with somebody regularly, like, they do get comfortable so fast, and the sex oh, yeah. becomes, like, like standard, like, just rolling over one position sex. It's like, okay, we're on the two-week mark, and we're having one position sex. I fear for my fucking future. This has to end. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That sounds off. Yeah, no, I don't even want to live with somebody, I don't think. I just want to, I just want to, you know what I want? I just want an open invitation. That's what I want. Yeah. I want an open invitation so it's not that awkward, like, uh, what are you doing? Like, I just want an open invitation so at the end of the night, I can just, like, if I I want to come, I can, or I can go home. I basically, what I really want is whatever I want. (laughs) What I want is whatever I want. What I want is, like, I just want to have it my way. All the time. And I don't think that's going to work out. Uh, it might work out. You just never know. Get yourself like a pilot, somebody that you know he's only home half the month and you can work it in. I mean, lately, I don't know what I'm doing, but lately I have a lot of great options and I'm going out a lot. I'm meeting a lot of hot guys and every, everything is great. If you get into a relationship, what's the podcast going to be about? I know. It's going to ruin my whole career. Okay, then it's over. <laughs> then it's over. It's decided. There will be no relationship. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm so bad at everything that I'll probably fuck that up too. And then I'll have great shit. You know what I mean? I'll have That's great true. shit to talk That's about. That's true. That's true. Um, before we go, because we only have a few minutes. This one's so fast. You're so great. I love having on people that can talk. Yeah, I'm the one word answer interview. And you're like, oh, great. I went through my 10 questions with you. And it's only 17 after. Yes. I've had this happen when I've interviewed people. I'm like, can't you do better? Like, can't you elaborate at all? It's the worst. Also, people that come on this show and don't want to talk about sex and dating. And I'm like, did you not? get the gist of what this is before you came here yeah that's always interesting too like you don't ever check what you're doing so yeah could have taken you into uh you could have walked across coals today all you know, <laughs> I know what the exactly. podcast was about but uh tell me this i always ask people for like their worst date or worst sex just like the worst is there anything you can think of that was just like an awful i mean you had one the other night it was a pretty good date fail yeah, that was a pretty good date fail that was actually a pretty good date fail okay here's a good date fail Guy's taking me to a Lakers game. He's late. How do you be, show up late to go to a game, okay, and then you're going to sit in traffic? Not only is he late, I hate it when guys text me from outside and, like, leave their car running and sit there. I prefer if you call in or at least get up and get out of your car and open the door. Doesn't open the door. The real date fail was this. He was wearing a powder blue leisure suit. <laughs> and this is a black man at 6'7" who could be fucking spectacular. And now I'm over the fact that he was late and we're gonna miss the first quarter. And I'm ashamed that we don't get into a car accident because I am going to stand out and probably be on the kiss cam with my powder blue Easter M&M. 
Okay. And it was. Was he wearing it like as a joke to be no, funny? No. Or he thought know. he was swaggy. And oh he had on white shoes. And like the whole game, I was just like, and it just so happened. It was one of those days where I walked into Staples Center, ran into everybody I know. And then he ends the date on the third quarter by saying, let's get out of here early so we miss traffic. I'm what? like, we never dated again. We didn't, oh. I didn't even let him in the house that night. I didn't even, I didn't even put out. I was just like, you know what? You were late, and then you wanted to leave early. So we really only saw half the game, and it was half enough for me to be scarred by your blue leisure suit. I love that you said I didn't even put out. <laughs> like You're like, that's a given if you just don't fuck up completely. Yeah, the other night when I was texting my girlfriends, I said, he either needs to shut up, put out, or get out. Those are his three choices right now with this phone call. Oh, my God. You are so funny. I love you. You're amazing. I want to be you. I think that. We need to hang out more. We do I need think to you hang would, out I think you would bring more. me out of my shell a little bit. And it sounds like you know a lot of the guys that I would like to know. So we and we <laughs> can pull some tail together, you know, dude. And then when you give me the wink because you're too nice, yeah, I can do the cutthroat moves that I like to do. Like I bet you share a Netflix password with your roommate. I like that <laughs> idea. Like that. I like that idea. We're gonna do it, <laughs> guys. Lisa Ann, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Please get her book, The Life, which actually she brought me two extra copies so I'll, I'll do something where I'll give away two extra copies to you guys I'll have to figure out how I'll tweet something we'll tweet a photo or something like that um, so make sure you guys check out her book The Life anything else you want to plug your XM radio show Sirius XM Fantasy you can see all my schedule on my timelines at The Real Lisa Ann and I'm dropping a blog tonight at midnight Yay! and it is built and I've been working on it for a month and I've gone through 25 years of photos on hard drive and on disc so I had to buy oh, a disc of her course and I'm doing a lot of everyday daily blogging but I'm also doing history of my entire time traveling and being in the business that's gonna be hot yeah it's I wanna fun. check it's that out it's been fun going through them all oh my god I'm sure Lisa Ann guys follow her at the real Lisa Ann you guys know me I'm Kate follow me at Kate Q funny check out the Patreon patreon.com backslash Kate Q funny and make sure you guys subscribe to all things comedy on YouTube you guys are the best thanks for listening bye